This edition of The Wellness Prescription is brought to you by Healthy Planet, your essential source for high-quality vitamins, sports nutrition, and more. Good morning. I'm Dr. Claudia. You're listening to The Wellness Prescription on 105.9 The Region. Thank you for tuning in. Well, a healthy lifestyle is what I aim for and what I try to help all of you achieve. It's the healthy mind, body, and spirit, and it's an all-encompassing way to live your best life. But may I remind you that you're all entitled to it, and when we pool our resources and take the advice of those who are masters in the art of creating balance, we can all learn how to achieve it. So joining me today is Karina Heinrich. She is a Chicago-based certified integrative nutritionist and celebrity health coach, Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me on today, Dr. Claudia. I am super excited to talk to you and your viewers and help shed some light on everything you just said and reaching ultimate wellness and what has been holding people back from feeling their best. And that's why we have you on today, because I would love <laughs> listeners to learn all about the Karina method. Um, so how is it like, how did it start? And what is it? Tell us all about it. Perfect. So I have been working with people of all walks of life for decades, everyone from the stay-at-home mom to the professional athlete, model, celebrity, CEO, and even teens. And through the years, I finally had to put a name to the breakthrough nutrition movement, and we named it the Karina Method, which obviously I'm Karina, so it was very fitting, um, to help clearly define the process that I've been helping people find quick and permanent ways to lose weight, feel happier by becoming healthier eaters, more energetic movers, grow more mindful of the present, and finally love the skin that they're in. And so this is how my clients are quickly and permanently reaching their goals. I love that. And you said something so important and so like almost like, you know, groundbreaking. It's so simple. But when you're healthy, you feel happy. And when you're happy, you know, you can accomplish anything. And as you mentioned, you've developed so many plans to help women achieve optimal health. And you have a rule book. Um, and I have it myself. And I love it. And it's just it makes sense. It's very simple. And it just helps us kind of know how to eat when to eat it, and it just makes me feel confident in knowing that I'm nourishing my body. But I'm curious, okay, so what does the high, low, lean, no nutrition rule mean? So I, you know, I've been in private practice for oh, almost 18 years, and I feel like the questions people were asking me 18 years ago are the same questions about health and wellness and diet, weight loss, people are asking me today. And so it's really important to bring things back to basics. People are confused about nutrition. We hear different things every single day. And so high, low, lean, no is a very simple nutrition rule that people can follow when they look at any single meal, whether it's a snack or breakfast, lunch, dinner. And what that means is very simply high water intake we should all be drinking lots more water high fiber intake so think things like berries and grains like you know the nutritionist of course is going to tell you to eat your grains and then high clean carbs so i'm not afraid of carbs but it's really important to eat the right kind of carbs so things like steel cut oats and quinoa the low and high low lino is low healthy amounts of fat so again, I do also tell people, don't be afraid of fat. 
but choose the right one. So olive oil, avocado, unsalted nuts and seeds. The lean is lean proteins, whether you're a meat eater or a vegetarian. Those are lean proteins, though. So again, choosing the right types of proteins. And then saying no to salt and sugar, which I know we'll get a little more into because that's the, the scary part that people are like, wait, what, what did you say for the nose? But when you really look at each meal and you try to follow those high, low, lean nodes, you're really constructing foods that are going to taste good and that are proven. I am not reinventing the wheel. I am taking things from long-term proven nutritional studies. And that's that. That's great that you say that. And you're absolutely right. We all have this fear around carbs. And it's like carbs are good, important, and necessary. We just have to choose the right ones. And that's why in your rule book, it just makes so much sense because now I know when I need to have carbs, which carbs to choose from. So I love that. Um, but with any plan or program, the big question that always comes up is what is the end result? Because it's a commitment and it's a journey to be healthy. So for someone following your program, what results can they expect? I can honestly say that I've never worked with anyone that hasn't reached their nutrition goals, which is a very bold statement. But I think when you slow down and when you truly you know, any client I work with, I ask them first, are you ready to make some changes in commitment? Because we all want to see change and feel our best, but a lot of times we're not fully committed. And so it's about um, committing to make little changes in your life, whether it comes to how you're working out or finding that Zen time or what food you're choosing and committing long-term. So no, you're not going to have to get rid of pizza and dessert long-term, but if you want to see change, you have to commit to at least five-day increments. Um, and I think anyone can wrap their head around five days. So the end result is really taking the ownership of your health and wellness, making those little changes that aren't overwhelming, and then making that lifestyle change because you feel so good that it's contagious and you want to keep on feeling that way. And you're right. And sometimes like, you know, when you've gone for, let's say, the five days of your program and you're starting to feel really good, really light, lots of energy. And then, you know, an occasion comes up where there is is that dessert that maybe you shouldn't have. You know what? You'll actually think twice about it because you'll remember how it made you feel. You'll feel like your blood pressure goes up a little bit. You start getting the palpitations. And that's just a natural response from having too much sugar or salt in your diet. So the big question that I have and that I wanted to know was how long... You mentioned five days. So how long should someone stay on the Karina method? And does it change as you get to certain weight loss levels? So the Karina method is a lifestyle. But in my rule book, I outline five days. And what I mean by the five days is you really need to jumpstart your metabolism, jumpstart the weight loss, jumpstart the changes. And so I tell people, let's go for five days and really commit fully to making those changes. And because I'm an integrative nutritionist, it means I look at all areas of somebody's life versus just the food. And so they commit for five days and see how their body responds and what goals they get to. And then at the end of the five days, again, it's a new decision that if they want to keep on doing the five days where you're, you're definitely a lot, a lot stricter. And then once you get to your goal, however long that takes for each person, 
you have such control, such awareness over what you're eating and that lifestyle that if you happen to have dessert, which I do advocate that, I advocate that you should be enjoying your meals, being present to each moment, whether that's your kid's birthday party with pizza and ice cream, Mm -hmm. you know what the amounts you should have to still feel good. And it's not going to derail everything. If you have what a lot of people, which I don't use this term, but a lot of people use as their cheat meals, when you're still in control over what you're eating, it's no longer a cheat. It's just happens to be what you're deciding to eat that day and it might be a little bit off of your day-to-day but you have control of how to get things back to clean. Yeah, that's a really important point. And I love the idea of being conscious about what you eat. I, I encourage that in all of my clients, as much as I'm a chiropractor, but you know what? What I do is all about the balance, the mind, body, and spirit. And it is really about being conscious of everything. But my next question, you know, is going to cause a bit of a stir. So <laughs> your plan calls for no salt and no sugar. Um, I get it. I understand it. But let's help listeners understand why this is an important part of your plan. So let's start with the no sugar. So it's a given that most people know anytime they go on any sort of, you know, diet change or lifestyle change, they work on getting rid of sugar. We know sugar does nothing for us. It's very addictive. Um, It's high calories. It has no nutritional value. So that's an easy one for people to wrap their heads around. And I really teach people that I'm not just getting rid of the sugar and salt, but I'm showing them how to replace those things with the same flavors that actually have medicinal value. So for getting rid of sugar, we're adding things in like dates, manuka honey, cinnamon, things that have that sweet flavoring that actually help our body and our metabolism. The salt part is really hard for people to wrap their heads around. People are really, especially in the United States, used to picking up that salt shaker automatically. Mm-hmm. People have um, that palate. We're not born with a you know, savory palate. That is definitely something that is learned. And so my Middle Eastern background teaches people that there's so many incredible spices to use instead of salt that will add so much flavor because the first thing people tell me is like, oh my gosh, the flavor, I don't want to eat bland. And so we, we, I teach them things like turmeric, you know, peppers, chili peppers, oregano, basil. I mean, the list is endless on spices that can replace that salt. We want to get rid of the water retention. Too much salt we know is not good for any elements of our body. We need sodium, obviously, but we get enough sodium through everyday foods. So we take the salt shaker away, we take that cane sugar away, and we really work on replacing it with really digestible, easy, flavorful um, flavors that, that don't take away from any part of their food. And most clients will tell me they don't miss the salt at all, and they can't even imagine eating something Um, salty at this point in their life. It's amazing how much you can really transform your taste buds and your palate and really learn to love the things that are healthy for you. And then when it makes your body feel good, it's just, oh, that, that just makes it so much more enhanced in so many levels. In your rule book, you list the daily musts. So why are they important to include? And let's go over the daily musts. What do you recommend or the things that we should be doing daily? So I talk about water a lot. 
people, usually when I start working with people, they either say they barely drink water, or, oh, I'm great at drinking water, and then they realize even if you're great at drinking water, you're not, you're still not drinking enough. So I talk about water a lot. It's an automatic metabolism booster. It affects our energy levels. It affects how much we actually eat at each meal. So I always recommend upping that water even more than you already are, at least 30 minutes before each meal. It's been proven to help you eat less. So that's something I talk a lot about. Coffee is something that clients, you know, have a hard time giving up. And so I drink coffee. I say you do not need to drink, get, get rid of coffee. I talk about coffee a lot because it actually has been proven to help our bodies. But the thing that hurts us is all the added sugars, chemical-filled creamers, the unhealthy fats that we add to that. So I really work with people on, which I, I know a lot of people will say, I cannot do this, but you really can drink coffee clean and black. And that's when you reap the benefits. Probiotics are a must because, because we eat a diet filled with so many different things that do have chemicals, unfortunately, in our process. The probiotics help our inner gut and when our digestive system is strong then everything else is strong so we need to really work on adding those probiotics in green tea is plentiful of health benefits um, it's not a it's not a must if you really don't like it but it really is that reversing of the signs of aging it helps our metabolism again it is something that that is amazing for sun damage, for, you know, thickness and elasticity of skin. So those benefits are endless. And then berries. I make every client eat at least two cups of berries. Blackberries and raspberries have the most fiber. None of us are eating enough fiber. That's an easy, easy win to add into your diet, whether it's at breakfast or lunch or a snack in the afternoon. It's, 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 it's something you're adding in that is full of antioxidants we need. And then nuts. I think that nuts are scary to a lot of people because of the calorie count and the fat, but they have so much nutrition in them and the healthy fat, and they actually keep us full longer. We want to keep that to around one-fourth cup, and again, we're going for unsalted. But these are really easy things to add into your life that actually have health benefits. And you know what? People will watch their bodies and their moods and their lives change. When we come back, the Karina Method Pregnancy, Nutrition Requirements During and Post-Pregnancy. This is the Wellness Prescription on 105.9 The Region. Stay with us. Connect with us on Twitter at 105.9 The Region or call 416-335-1059 or email info at 1059theregion.com. This is 105.9 The Region. The Wellness Prescription with Dr. Claudia on 105.9 The Region. You're listening to 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to The Wellness Prescription. So before the break, Karina told us all about her Karina Method protocols, rule book, and excellent tips, but she also offers one-on-one -on -one coaching plans. And I know you have a tough love approach, which I love because it promotes accountability and that translates to results. So before we talk about pregnancy, let's talk about the one-on-one -on -one plans because it is included in there. Yeah, I think that a lot of times when people read a book or learn about a diet on their own, you, you pinned it perfectly when you said accountability. The one-on-one -on -one can be really important to jump-starting things because you have someone right by your side that is holding you accountable to your goals. 
a lot of times when we go on a diet and we see a little bit of a plateau, we get very overwhelmed and frustrated and we kind of throw in that towel and we say, I have been working so hard and I haven't lost the weight I want. And in fact, I've gained or I've plateaued. And that's where that horrible yo-yo dieting starts and that mental frustration. And so working one-on-one with someone, kind of like you work with a trainer, this is somebody that makes sure you don't go through that frustration and throw in that towel. So I do offer a five-day that is basically hand-holding for breakfast, lunch, dinner, very personalized, making sure that you realize that everybody body is different and requires different food, different amounts, different intervals of eating. And so having someone one-on-one can really get you over that frustration and mental block. Right. And it's great because you somebody feels like they have somebody to lo- rely on, lean on for questions, advice, and just a little motivation. I think that's such an important point. Exactly. Right. But during pregnancy, um, I mean, it's equally important, if not more important, to be healthy. So is pregnancy a great time to get onto your program? And does the does the Karina method during pregnancy, is it different than just for a, you know, a non-pregnant person? Yes. First of all, it is more important than ever when you're growing that baby inside of you to be conscientious of every action that you are doing. I think that a lot of times we give ourselves that free reign to eat the ice cream and eat, you know, a lot of unhealthy things, frankly. And and yes, there is that flexibility, but I think it's really important that the healthier you are before, during pregnancy, the easier your body is going to bounce back post-pregnancy and you're going to feel um, more energetic, your sleep is going to be better, and you're going to get your body to a place where you feel your best. Um, I think for sure the Karina method is very different for the pregnant woman than somebody that comes to me post-pregnancy or not pregnant because we are not focused on weight loss. We are totally focused on eating the highest nutritious food in the right amount, not too much because, again, you need a lot less calories than you think when you're pregnant with the right combinations. So that, again, once you have that baby, you get as soon as possible back to feeling like yourself, again, whether that's your previous self or a new person. But it's important that you just feel very balanced. So I guess the whole eating for two doesn't really exist and shouldn't really be considered as part of, you know, the daily food (laughs) consumption, right? (laughs) Things really have changed. Unfortunately, no. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Okay, so what are, exactly. some of the, what are some of the more important foods that we should be consuming while pregnant? I'm sure there's a list of them that we want to get into our bodies every day. Yeah, so, so in that respect, we are following, we're still following that high, low, lean, no, okay? We are eating the right carbs. So this is a time where we're craving a ton of carbs, but we really want to make sure that our carb intake is clean carbs because we don't want to be consuming more sugar than we actually need. We want high antioxidant-rich foods. So it's really important that you're getting those berries, that you're getting the vegetables, you're getting really clean whole grains. You want to be eating the vitamins that you're getting in that prenatal, okay? So Mm -hmm. 
you, you also want to be very picky about protein choices and make sure that you're not feeling like you need to eat too many of them. So egg whites, fish, meats, if you want more vegetable sources, fat really does matter while you're pregnant. And so again, we're, we're leaning on that high low we know. So the extra virgin olive oil should be the base of everything you're cooking with, avocados. You want to follow things that will help baby's brain grow. So you find that balance. If you're, if you're having cravings, you can listen to those cravings. But as long as the bulk of your foods are for nutrition and just what you need, then you're doing your baby, you're giving your baby a true gift. And so why do you recommend clean up and clear out, get rid of toxins? I think that now more than ever, unfortunately, there are so many things in our foods, even if you're not pregnant, that we just don't want in there. And so when you're growing that baby and when you're making sure you want to feel good, it's really important to educate. You are your best advocate of what is going in your food, what are the type of products in your home. This does, this, there are, um, there's lots of research that shows that it can affect baby growing in that belly. You want to look at the list of the dirty dozen, which are, is a list that comes out every year of food that needs to make sure that you're cleaning really well. On my website, I do have a do-it-yourself cleaner and then the Clean 15, you want to look at lead in your water, even makeup products. You want to look at BPA, mercury. So, again, really being savvy of what kind of fish. I'm a huge fish lover. The um, Environmental Working Group has a website that will show the fishes you can eat, that will show the vegetables that need to get an extra washing. So it's very important to be that advocate of what is going in your body and on your body. Let's not forget what's going on the exterior as well. Yeah, and being pregnant is just a great time for you to really focus on yourself because you're just setting up your, you know, unborn child for the same health benefits. Now, I'm going to switch it up a little bit. So beauty is actually part of my health and wellness journey as well, and I highly recommend it. Um, But beauty does start from the inside, and you have the Karina Method Beauty Plan. So what does that include? So again, this is a lot of people ask me, what they should be eating to help with, you know, anti-aging, with feeling truly that glow naturally from the foods we're eating, from lifestyle tips. And so what I put together, because it is a question I get a lot, is a guide that is so robust with a 360-degree program of what foods you should be eating, how to get better sleep from the foods you're eating, how to get thicker hair, shinier hair, cleaner, you know, clearer skin. A stronger digestive system affects our skin and hair. Intermittent fasting is something I talk a lot about, and that has actually been proven to help with anti-aging. I give tips on how to get that stress. We know stress is very aging, and it's something that we all have. Even good stress can be anti, you know, can be aging. So we, it's something that I talk a lot about. I talk about movement and fitness and how truly pushing that body, we are all a lot stronger than we give ourselves credit for. Um, I'm sure this is something that you talk a lot about with your clients is that movement and how powerful that is. 
Um, and this year, or the past year, we have moved less than ever before. People ask a lot about how do I naturally get a six-pack, and they don't realize that that really does start in the kitchen. I talk a lot about vitamins and supplements and spices that all have that beauty effect. And then, of course, I talk about things that are the opposite of beauty, beauty that really can hurt our efforts. You can use all the latest creams out there and think you're doing great, but if you're eating, filling your fridge and that kitchen and those, life, those lifestyle with toxins and things that are, you know, doing the opposite, it's just eye-opening on little changes. Again, this is about not doing a whole overhaul, but making those conscientious changes, you will feel it in every element of your life. I don't think people realize that food affects everything. That is such an amazing point, and your plan is so um, simple to follow, and it makes the most sense, and the health benefits from being on the Karina Method, I'm sure, are outstanding, and I can't wait to get on it. Uh, I'm going to do it, and I'll keep you posted, Uh, but you're also the mom of, yeah, you're a mom of three young children, so your lifestyle is translating into what you're hoping for and showing your children. (laughs) This is also a big, important part of creating a healthy community, healthy families. So let's talk a little bit. We have a few minutes left to talk a little bit about children and nutrition. Yes, you know, through the years, it has been something, you know, as my children are growing, that parents ask me, I have an almost 11 year old who is in a very high level um, hockey. And parents ask me, what do you feed your kids as a nutritionist to make sure they have the energy to get through practices and games and and that they're growing right. Um, And I think this is something that parents spend a lot of time worrying about. And I can honestly say that it really does start with the parents. And so that's why it is a family, it has to be a family effort when you're looking at, you know, nutrition. A lot of times we focus on our kids and we worry about what they're eating and yet we're not doing the same with ourselves. And so I work with families a lot and tell them, if you want your kids to eat healthier, they have to see what mom and dad are eating. So it doesn't always work. I might, you know, my daughter who is almost nine, she eats the air and I fret about it. You know, she basically, you know, barely eats, very picky. So you can have picky eaters as a nutritionist. And it just makes me more the wiser that, um, when if you if you have a child that is picky and how little they're eating, that is even more important that you're feeding them things that have high nutrition. So it's important for parents to get educated first because those kids watch every single thing you're doing. So if you're not walking that talk, you can't expect your kids to eat their you know eat their veggies at dinner if mom and dad aren't right. Such a good point. Karina, thank you so much for joining me today. If listeners want to learn more about you or download your plans, how can they do that? They can go to my Instagram at the Karina Method. I post recipes every day, lifestyle tips. The link in bio takes you directly to my guide. You can also go to my website, thekarinamethod.com. You can download my five downloadable guides 
that are all interactive guides. You can also sign up to work one-on-one -on -one with me to do a five-day to jumpstart things. Um, but those are my two main ways. I have loved every moment. You asked <laughs> the best questions. We covered so much. So thank you so much for having me. Oh my God, it was my pleasure and I will definitely keep you posted. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Claudia underscore Michaela or my website, ClaudiaMichaela.com. That's my show for this week. For previous broadcasts of The Wellness Prescription, go to our website, 1059theregion.com. Thank you for listening. The Wellness Prescription was brought to you by Healthy Planet, serving you safely in-store, curbside, or online at HealthyPlanetCanada.com. 